0: Matthew chapter 16, we're going to read verses 1 through 4 for our text. Matthew 16 verses 1 through 4. Then the Pharisees and Sadducees came and testing him, asked that he would show them a sign from heaven. He answered and said to them, 'When When it is evening, you say, it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning... It it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and threatening. Hypocrites, you know how to discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and no sign shall be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah, and he left them and departed. Let's pray. Father, as we come today, we thank you and we praise you, God, for this service. You've already met with us today, Lord. Your presence, God, has been in this house. And we thank you for that. We know we don't deserve the blessings you bring our way. But right now, Lord, I'm asking God you to anoint me, Lord, for just a few moments, that I may in my feeble way deliver the word that I feel like you've placed in my spirit for this congregation on this day. And everything's accomplished. We give you the praise in Jesus' name. Let the church say, Amen. "Amen." You can be seated. I want to speak to you on a subject title today: discerning the signs of the times. Discerning the signs of the time, uh, signs of the times. Um, Every time I deal in, in, in something this as the end time, I really wrestle with it uh, because I don't. I don't. I I am not a prophet of doom. I believe that uh, all is going to be well with Christ and His people and His church, and I, I hesitate to talk about some things because I feel like I want to give us things that will make us rejoice and encourage us. But then on the same token, I am like the prophet Jeremiah who says, I held back and from, tried to refrain from speaking, but it's like fire shut up in my bones. And I cannot go very long without talking something about the end time because we're so close to the second coming of Jesus Christ. We're very close to this thing winding up. And as your pastor, I want to keep this before you for your eyes and keep it on your mind. I want you to think about this and understand this, how close we are to the coming of the Lord. Jesus told the Pharisees and the Sadducees, He says, You know how to discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. And you know what? We got people in this world the exact same way. We've got government leaders. We've, we've got educators. We've got church leaders who cannot discern, they cannot understand the things that are going on in our world and our society, and they cannot relate the two and, 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 and bring it out. And we've got to understand and we've got to see uh, the, the times in which you and I are living where Jesus is soon to return and His church is going to be called up. Amen. It's just around the corner. It's just around the corner. Now, I'm going to go ahead and get into this, and I'm not, I, I, it's not my plan to hold you long, but I'm, I, I want to get right to what the Lord has spoken in my spirit. As we look around, some of these things going on that we can see that lets us know it's a part of the signs of the times and how that we uh, use them to discern the signs of the times. Number one is the collapse of morality and traditional values. It makes me sick in my stomach when I see and I hear the things that's being uh, propagated today. It just seems like it's a total collapse of all morality within this. Great nation of ours in this country, the United States of America, which in time past has been so great and has been used so much by, by God. Hallelujah. And when I look around and I see the things that's going on, it literally breaks my heart from within inside to know what our leaders and our educators and religious, so-called religious people, are leading us into. It's a total collapse of morality and traditional values. Second Timothy chapter three verses one through five. But this but know this that in the last days, perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power and from such people turn away. Church, all we need to do is to follow the news, if you dare, because sometimes simply I I, I I can't watch it because there's so much going on and it just gets so much in my spirit. There's a lot of times that I just turn it off completely. But if you do dare to follow the news, you see the fulfilling of Bible prophecy that are signs of the times that we are in. Our nation is teetering on the edge of disaster and has no way to go but down if we continue on this path, void of righteousness and consideration of a holy God and His eternal Word. America has developed a pattern of what I call decency abuse. This is because of the rapid abuse of everything decent, ungodly that's going on around us. Church, America is in trouble. She's sick. This nation was built on moral and spiritual foundations. And that foundation is collapsing and crumbling before our very eyes. Hallelujah. I read up there where Paul wrote Timothy of all the things that he would see going on in the last day. One of those things that says, brutal. Brutal. Just here recently since the last time that we have met as a congregation a group of people about the size of this auditorium this auditorium may be a little bit bigger it seats a little bit more but there were about 300 and I know you know the news went to see the opening of a picture show they were there, people there from all walks of life. They were servicemen. They were uh, uh, children. No, they, were, they, they were young kids. People from all walks of life. The movie went on little after 12. And by 12, 15, here comes in a madman. Throwing a tear gas canister and then opening fire randomly. A young couple who were not married. One young man jumps in front of his girlfriend, takes a bullet and gives his life so she wouldn't be harmed. It happened to another couple that night. Children were hit. Servicemen who'd been, been on the battlefield for our country, who was blessed and fortunate to get off the battlefield and get home and then slaughtered right here in their home. Respect for life or anything and let me stop right here and make the statement right now as I knew it would be all uh, let me tell you something, putting a law banning guns would have not have stopped that one iota because criminals don't care about keeping laws in the first place brother Darrell if there was one man while I was down at conference, we went out to eat lunch. And uh, a pastor friend that I know and that everybody here knows, we were standing there uh, at a restaurant at the, it was the Dixie Cafe. Got some good food if you ever go down that way. They Got some good food. Standing there, we ready to be called on. And uh, uh, he says, uh, he says, preacher. He says, "You heard about all them shootings and people shooting everywhere, don't you?" I said, "Yeah." He took he took my hand and guided it toward his leg. I begin to wonder what he's doing, you know. <laughs> but he took he took my hand. He put it on his leg, and uh, I could I could feel there. And he says, uh, "He said if there was just one person there had had it, he says maybe all all them people wouldn't have been killed." He says, "I've got the permit." And he says, "I carry it. see." It's not, it's not guns that kill people. It's the f- demonic forces taking over the minds of people. Because, and there's a scripture that I read, great brutality. It seems like the more brutal, the better. Amen. And it's not getting any better. It's getting worse and worse Amen. And, and, and our nation is still mourning over, over, over that. Amen. And it happens everywhere. It's discerning the signs of the time. But you can hear our news reporters. You can hear government officials. They, they talk about this and everything. But nobody can put two and two together. Nobody can understand that's just a sign of the times that we're in. That Jesus Christ is soon Coming. It's unbelievable. I never did think that I would grow up and and see the things that are happening. The collapse of morality and traditional values. There is a nationwide campaign against the Chick Fil A restaurants, and we've even got city mayors. That lousy, uh, whatever his, uh, uh, what his name is that left our uh, the administration of the president and wound up. Uh, going to Chicago. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to keep him out of Chicago. Yeah. And then he's not the only one. There was another mayor. The same. Whatever happened, whatever happened to uh, uh, the, the Second Amendment in our nation, the freedom of speech, just because the owner makes a statement that he's for traditional marriage. And the home. Chick-fil-A does not uh, keep anybody from a job who needs a job. They hire people who are gays if they come in and want a job. They do not discriminate them against. The whole campaign is just over a statement saying, the man says he's for the home and traditional marriage. And there's been a hoarded snags turned loose. It's a sign of the times in which we live. I'm glad for Mike Huckabee, who stood up and says on August the 1st, we want to call for all Christians of all denominations to stop either at lunch or supper time on August the 1st and buy your meals in support of Chick-fil-A. I asked this boy right here, I'll be eating some chicken all the way on that on August the 1st. Hallelujah. Because it's time that somebody stands up. Oh, that's right. Now, a lot of times, we're not calling for a fast. You're going to eat this one. We're calling for a feast. In my lifetime, in my lifetime, I've seen churches stand back, and in 1963, Allow one woman, Madam O'Hare was her name. She was the one who went to the Supreme Court They got the Bible and the prayers out of the school. It went all the way through because there was no, no one there to book up against her. No one there to fight it because religious people in that day says well we didn't think you'd really go that far and then in my lifetime in 1973 the Roe v. Wade decision of the Supreme Court and how all the millions of babies have been slaughtered since 1973 we can talk about all the things going on Church here's the facts. As one person, I don't remember who made this statement, but it says evil evil will flourish when good men do nothing. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. We're getting down to the point and place and time that we're gonna to have to make some decisions. This is just the beginning. They're attacking restaurants. They're attacking businesses that won't support all of this stuff going on. But I promise you it's not going to be long. They're going to be sending in spies into the churches. They're going to be spies coming into the churches and sitting in the pews listening to what's being said up here and what's being declared. And as I stand before you, you will, if, if you live to be any age at all, you'll see the time come that the church will be persecuted strongly for this thing that I'm talking about right now. We already got an American pastor serving six months in jail because he was holding Bible studies at his home. How many heard about that? Holding home Bible studies. He's serving time in America, not Russia, not Cuba, nowhere else, but right here. You see? We ain't the only one that's been having trouble with codes. It was the codes department of that town came in and had that man arrested. Somebody asked one of the legislators in that town says, "What what if I would just uh, somebody would just carry to uh, call four or five men to come over their house and had a night of poker?" He said, "Would have been anything said against that?" The guy just hung his head. But gathering people over to have Bible studies, the man's in jail. People, we better learn to discern the times in which we are living. The building up of armaments. While we've got people in our government sitting haggling and carrying on over stuff that don't mean nothing, Iran right now is so close to putting together a nuclear arsenal that will wipe out, amen, whole cities that it's it's unreal. But nobody's doing anything about it. Why are all these things that's happening don't cause us to fall on our knees in mass repentance? Well, that's another sign in itself. Of all the things I've talked to you about, you would think that it would bring back people falling on their knees and and giving up their sins and and realizing what's going on. But that's a sign in itself. Why are not people repenting over this? Why are we not seeing People waking up and being able to put two and two together to see where all this is at. Because Isaiah 60 and verse 2 told of that also. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall rise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. I want to call your attention. It says, darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. Gross darkness covering the earth is all the sin and all the happenings with the killings and and the bombings and all this stuff that's going on. The gross darkness covering the people is the people's eyes can't see what this is really all about. Many in the church are ignoring the signs also. Listen to me. We close our eyes to pretend none of this is happening, hoping it will go away. You know how a child does sometimes? Something goes on that scares scares a child or whatever. A child will close their eyes and think if they don't see it, it's going to be all right and it's going to go away. Well, there's people sitting on church pews today who are closing their eyes, pretending that these things I'm talking to you about is not real, it's not really there. And if I close my eyes, maybe it'll go away. But sooner or later, it will hit you so close to home that you will not be able to ignore it any longer. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's It's going to hit us all close to home. The issue of gay rights... Oh, I wished, I wish God would give us a greater audience. Hallelujah. I guess <laughs> if He did, this 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 would be another preacher to be on the news of being locked up. Because I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't take down one iota. But I'm here to tell you right now, church, the issue of gay rights and marriage—it is not a civil rights issue. That's what they're lying today, trying to get people, oh, this is against people's civil rights. It ain't got nothing to do with civil rights. It ain't got nothing to do with the civil rights movement in the 60s and what we had to go through to get us from where we was. Amen. For liberty for everybody. But this thing is not a civil rights issue. It is a moral issue. And the forcing of this lifestyle down the throats of the people by government officials and news media proves that this nation's moral fibers are collapsing around us. This will in turn bring judgment on this land in ways we have never seen or known. It is a major sign of the end. Now, abortion, the majority of the people is against it. Working with the right to life, I understand and I know that if that was brought before ballot for people to vote on, it would be voted down. It would be a landslide. We know that the majority is against it. But this issue of gay rights, because of the way it's been marketed and slyly put in on our TV programs and our prime time, making it seem all right, and uh, and all this thing, you know, and uh, and man, man, they're so sly in what they do, and man, they 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 hey. If I had any children raising right now, they wouldn't even be able to watch The Muppets no more. You better watch out, parents and grandparents, some of these shows that your kids are watching because they got it infiltrated. They got it infiltrated. There's some cartoons out there that promote this lifestyle. You better wake up and smell the coffee brewing. Everything is not innocent. A study conducted by the Pew Research Center shows that a majority of Americans, 58%, find homosexuality acceptable and say society should not discourage it. 58%. The poll's results also said young adults, particularly support of society's acceptance of homosexuality, they go up to 69%. It is when a majority of the people reject the precepts of God's Word that judgment will soon follow. Luke chapter 17, verses 26. i got to rush on. As it was in the days of Noah, so it shall also be in the days of the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, as it was also in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But on the day that Lot went out of Sodom, It rained far and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even so, it will be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. The sin of Sodom became known as Sodomy. In 1954, the year that I was born... All 48 states had laws on their books against sodomy. All the 48 states at that time, they all had them. They had on they had on the book uh, laws against adultery on the books. Well, over the last 20, 25 years, we've been liberated. You know, we've seen some of them old obsolete laws and we've taken them off and all this kind of stuff and everything. Uh, We're getting less and less like a godly uh, godly nation and more and more like a heathen nation. That sin that I'm talking about is the exact same reason why God destroyed the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. And if God does not bring judgment upon America and any other nation on the day of judgment, God will have to be forced to apologize to those people back in that day. I could go on and on from that point right there, but I'm going to move on to the last point of my message. We're talking about discerning the signs of the times. We've talked we've talked about uh, the uh, collapse morality and traditional values, but. What about the upheaval of force of the forces of nature? Luke twenty-one twenty-five, verse through twenty-eight, and there will be signs in the sun and the moon and in the stars, and on the earth distress of nations, with perplexity and the sea and the waves roaring, men's heart failing them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven will be shaken. Then they will see the, Son of, see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to happen, look up and lift your heads, because your redemption draweth nigh or draweth near. Why can't we discern the signs of the times? Why can't we understand that the heat wave that we're experiencing is not normal? It's not natural. The famines, the droughts, all of these things. Now we've experienced these things uh, all down through time. But we have seen nothing come together like it's been on this magnitude. When you start Going through some pictures. i got some pictures for you. I want you to look at. Take a look. Well, can you hold on back up on that first one? Many people on the verge of hitting, losing their life in that tsunami that came running ashore in Japan. Go ahead. We've been having this year a series of storms, not just tornadoes, but just storms, and st- with straight line winds doing unimaginable damage to where you would expect no kind of damage like that unless it did come from a cyclone or something like that. All this has happened. These pictures here just. Just recently, through storms in areas that they nev- they they say they never have experienced it on this level before. Continue on. Now look at this. That's a dry lake bed, folks. That's boats sitting over at the dock. They said this particular lake here had never been dry before. Here's here's another. Go ahead. You think groceries are high now? Wait till we start going in the fall. We've never seen it in this magnitude before. It's never happened in this magnitude. It's a sign of the times. Our superb Congress got in there and voted and come across this thing that all, all, uh, all everybody's got to buy these, uh, buy gasoline and got to have uh, 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 the ethanol in there and they, uh, our Congress is responsible for millions of children. Starving to death because they've taken the food out of their mouths to put them in the gas tanks because they ain't willing to go ahead and drill for the resources that we got. It's getting worse, not getting any better. Folks, I'm going to. I'm not through, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to close. As I said in the beginning, you know, I, I, I don't like talking on, on things like this because, you know, it's got a, it's got a tendency to get people uh, down and, and, and all of that, which is that's not, that's not my intentions, but I feel like that I would not be doing what God has called me to do if I fail to stand and declare that we are in the end time. Jesus is soon coming. Now, I will tell you this. If you are in the church, if your sins are covered by the blood, if you've been blood-bought and blood-washed, you don't have nothing to worry about. God is going to take care of his children. God's going to take care of his church. I cannot overemphasize that. But I want you to know something. That does not mean that we won't be affected by the persecution that's going to come about in this last day because of people willing to stand for truth. Because we've already seen it happen. It's already already coming to pass. What we need to do is pray for God to grant us grace and mercy. And also one thing, folks, we've got to keep the love of God. When we talk against some of these things and we witness to people, we cannot do it with hatred and with anger. We've got to show the love of Christ. God is not against the sinner. He's against the sin. Do you hear what I'm saying? And we've got, we, 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 don't, uphold, uh, we don't uphold the sin We love the sinner, but we don't uphold the sin. We have got to realize how close we are. And that brings me to this point in time right now. School is starting back. And because of the day and hour which we live in, we're concerned about our children and about our grandchildren. We want them to have a hedge of protection around them. That they can be blessed and they can receive an education. uh, And they won't be affected by all the negative stuff that's going on. And what we're going to do right now is something we've been doing now for a few years. I would like all those children that's going to be in school and starting school No matter what grade you're in, I want you to come. Parents, bring them. Grandparents, come and stand with them. If you're involved in the school system in any way, I want you to come. We want to pray for these children. We want to pray for those involved in the school system. What we want to do, I I believe that you can pray a prayer covering over people in people's lives.